Turkey Call All Access, the official podcast of the National Wild Turkey Federation. Brought to you by Nomad. Turkey Call All Access is a digital campfire where we discuss topics of the day, conservation efforts, tips and techniques to better your experience of field, and our members' stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Turkey Call All Access podcast. And this week, Paul Campbell, Director of Development in Central East, is talking with Chase Davidson, Regional Director out of Alabama, Davey Blessing, Regional Director from Virginia and West Virginia, and Johnny McKinnon, Regional Director from Mississippi. And today's discussion is all about the Southeast. They hit habitat for the hatch, turkey hunting, and how the recent challenges with turkey populations have energized turkey hunters to make a difference in conservation work. All that and more in 90 seconds. Under the visionary leadership of founder Johnny Morris, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's is leading North America's largest conservation movement. Their partnership with the National Wild Turkey Federation is a match made in heaven for hunters across America. The Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative continues to be a resounding success, with more than $6 million provided for conserving wildlife habitat, recruiting more hunters, and opening more access to hundreds of thousands of acres across the nation. To learn more, go to BassPro.com conservation. Hey guys, this is Aaron with The Hunting Public. Each spring we head to the woods chasing turkeys, and one overlooked product that we use religiously is Sawyer permethrin. We've used it for years to keep ticks off of us, and it's worked extremely well. We don't like messing around with Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anything like that. So I would highly recommend, if you're a spring turkey hunter, spending any time in warmer climates in the outdoors to use Sawyer permethrin. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com. Hey y'all, I'm Jason Hart, founder of Nomad Hunting Clothing. Nomad is proud to be a supporting sponsor of the National Wild Turkey Federation. At Nomad, we're bringing simplicity and authenticity back to hunting. Whether you hunt to escape your hectic work life, for locally sourced organic meat, or to socialize with friends, to uphold your favorite family traditions, we're with you and we do the same. At Nomad, we understand your gears and investments, so our products are engineered and priced for every hunter, tested in the real world, and designed to last. Hunting is in all of us. Nomad is with you. Johnny, who who in this group, who's the best turkey hunter? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you me. It's not me. I know I've killed more, and then Chase is gonna argue about it. Davey's not even in the picture. So, <laughs> oh man. Davey, don't let him talk to you like that. <laughs> I, I, well, Paul, where, where they've got me at's the numbers wise. Let's see. Uh, They've, they've never hunted eastern gobblers in big timber, so they don't know what it's like. Well, let me tell you what. You ain't never hunted an eastern in Mississippi. And if you and, and Alabama, if you kill one in either one of those states, you can kill a damn turkey anywhere. It's anywhere. like I'll, I'll tell you, Paul, like I tell my people, you can drop me in Alaska and I'm going to kill a turkey. Now, granted, there ain't turkeys <laughs> in Alaska, but I will find one and kill them. Oh, that's funny. I'll tell you what. I am 0 for 2 on, on trips to, to Alabama. And I've been within like 70 yards of turkeys each year. This year, I spooked one from like 15 feet. I didn't know he was there. He didn't know I was there. Um, last last year, I was in. Uh, I was hunting some private property bordered by Talladega, and I had hunted this hunted hard for I don't know six or seven hours. And I finally had a turkey that was dumb enough to come in, and I was probably 70 yards off the road 
we were down. He was coming through the swampy stuff, full strut. I'm just sitting there waiting. And uh, I see this white pickup truck pull up. And I, you could see this turkey from the road. And I, and I like, hear this guy's windows down go down. I see his arm come out with his cell phone. And he's taking a video of this turkey in full strut because it's on private property. And he'd probably been hunting the, the forest all day. And that turkey took off running. And I, I, just, I just sat there completely dejected and angry but i wasn't because i've done that same thing we've all done it like you see a turkey like oh damn look at that thing and you stick your arm you stick your phone out the window and take a video of it he had no idea i was there uh those so that's my i've scared both both turkeys in alabama that i've had run-ins with so one of these days you guys ought to teach me how to kill turkeys uh in alabama or mississippi because i can't figure it out so tell you what paul next time you're in a state you holler at me i'll do that i'll do that next next year so, and, and Johnny, I read, I read all these, like, I watch all these YouTube videos about turkey hunting in, in Mississippi. And I see those freaking cotton mouse as often as I see turkeys in those videos. You do that copperhead. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you how many times we've been turkey hunting. I've had a snake on my foot. I've had a snake crawl over my leg. There's one mm. laying next to you. Uh, belly crawl in a ditch behind somebody and they keep stopping and then once you know the hunt's over it's like why'd you keep stopping it's like there was a snake in front of me i was waiting for him to crawl off they're everywhere that's, absolutely that's, everywhere that's insane man and those cotton like i'm obviously like i'm from ohio we do not have cotton mouse in the state um we have we do have timber rattlers but we don't have a lot of them um i've had i've had just one run in with a with a rattlesnake and that was in tennessee a couple years ago real cold he was coiled up i stepped over a tree i stepped right on top of the snake and the only reason i saw him was because he he coiled up and he didn't strike so i i mean i just stood there and was just like you know what? i'm going back to ohio i know this the southern <laughs> stuff you know what we don't have we don't have bears we don't have snakes we don't have alligators i've seen all of them i've seen a you know freaking wild pigs running around everywhere i don't know man it's it's uh it's fun it's different for sure but um I don't know those cotton mouths. I see the I see those videos. I'm like, man, there's no way I would want to deal with one of those things. So they're big. They're big. They're not going to bother you. I mean, it's you know, it, it, people are raised to be scared of snakes, and I mean, I'm I can turn my head right here in my office, and I'm looking at. Well, I got not a cotton mouth, but I have a I have a speckled king snake I've had for 13 years. She's right here on my desk in, in a aquarium, of course, but. I'm not scared of them. They they don't bother me. I'm not gonna bother them. They're not gonna bother me. So mm. I'm 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 the crazy one in the bunch. I'm not gonna kill a snake just because it's a snake. Not gonna do. It. Yeah, yeah. When I was down in in Tennessee hunting, you know, I I don't know what the rules are for shooting snakes, but one of the guys and and it was in camp. He wasn't a part of our campus. You know, camping next to us. Why didn't you shoot it? I'm like. What well, didn't bite me? I mean, like I, <laughs> I stepped on it and it didn't bite me. I'm gonna I'm gonna let. You know what? Thank you, man. That's what I'm gonna say. Thank you, Snake. Going back to Ohio. So, yep. yeah, man. I I don't know. So, what? You know, like with with my job, you know, I I dip down into, you know, into Tennessee and and you know when I when I when I travel down south, I I do hear all the time about turkey populations, and you hear it on social media. You hear it. You know, you you read it in articles. You see it online. You know about the about the turkey declines specifically in you know, the Southern states, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia. And I think for, for a lot of like Northern hunters, especially, you know, we've had some population declines, you know, in, in Ohio or, or, you know, 
New York, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. I don't think it's it's I don't think it's as severe as what it is. And and, and that's just my opinion. I don't think it's as severe as it is in Alabama or you know some of the southern states. Just from from your perspective, Chase, I mean, have, have you seen a, a population decline of, of wild turkeys in the last five, six, seven, eight years? Man, I haven't. Um, but I, I also hunt all private land. And, I mean, we manage it very strictly for turkey habitat and turkey population. Um, it's been pretty steady, you know, for the 10 to 15 years that we've had a couple thousand acres. Uh, we've been blessed with a good place to hunt. But, you know, you hear it from, from people in the community. Their place doesn't have turkeys like it used to. And I always ask them, well, has your habitat changed? And they say no. But then again, you know, you drive by their place and they clear cut it three years ago. And it's a three-year-old clear cut growing back, you know. So I personally haven't seen it. But, you know, I, I'm not going to say it's definitely not there either. Yeah. Johnny, what about you, man? How's how's Mississippi and some of the other states that you've hunted down in the south? I mean, are, are you seeing, you know, a population changes compared to the last couple of years? Yeah, well, I, you know, yeah, it has. But you know, I, I, I remember the heyday of the early '80s, and that was big, big turkey time in Mississippi. So you know, and I grew up hunting during that time. So yeah, I have seen it, and there's not. The turkey population, even on private land, there's not the turkey population that we had in the 80s. Um, and bad to say, you know, and it's you hear that from one end of the country to the other. Uh, not only Mississippi, but I hunt a lot in Nebraska. I've been going up there for like nine years. And, you know, even though Nebraska has all these birds, they don't have the birds they had nine years ago. They're, they're just not there, you know. And I, I would say Nebraska probably has the best habitat in the country to me i mean they got it they got everything a turkey needs so yeah i i can honestly say yes i have seen the decline yeah i've seen it in some states as well uh, outside of alabama again i hunt two tracks in alabama which is our private land but uh we've been hunting a around a thirty-six thousand acre ranch in texas since i was 15 i guess so almost 15 years and 15 years ago you go out there and you'd hear two to three hundred birds at daylight we the last two or three years we've been out there, we have struggled to hear five or six birds. Wow. It's just, it's sickening. Yeah, it, it is. And, and I think that, um, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of people have just stories similar to that, be it on, on public land or private property or home state or, or out of state, you know, Davey. And, and, uh, you know, the, the one, the one thing that I, that I think, and I, I'm sure you guys think the same, you know, when, when people talk about it and, and, and they express frustration, uh, it's it's because they care and they're and they're passionate about the hunting. They're passionate about the wild turkey. Um, Davy, man, when, when like in, in in your home state of Virginia, you know what's it what's it been like just with the the people that you hunt with or or the even the NWTF members that that you've interacted with the last couple of years. I mean, are you getting any? You know, sky is falling, or or, or are people oppor- You know, do they see opportunity? We're kind of, you know, like everybody else, you know, there's a lot of guys, the sky's falling. Um, I know that this year was tough for some great turkey hunters, you know, to echo sort of what Chase and Johnny was saying. Um, I travel through West Virginia and what I hunt here in Virginia and talking to people. Turkeys are less visible than what they used to be. You know, we used to see those big winter flocks, you know, in the cow pastures and things like that. We don't see them anymore. Uh, you know, with that being said, Virginia had the best harvest they've ever had. 
Now, one of the things that's bolstering those numbers is the eastern side of the state, where I live over here in the, the western part, west of the Blue Ridge, that's how Virginia's broken up, is my surrounding counties, most of them, the, the harvest was down around about an average of about 10%. Um, you know, birds aren't as vocal as they used to be. I think that's because of lack of birds. Um, I think we're still in good shape here, but you know, it's one of those things that if we don't act quick, then we're going to be in the shape of Arkansas and Alabama and Mississippi and those other places, you know, we're, we're kind of on that. We're on the bubble, I'd say. And I think West Virginia is, you know, similar to that as well. Yeah. I think like in, in Ohio, we've probably, you know, we, we've, we've definitely had like a drop, a loss of uh, like, like harvest numbers have, have fallen um and some in some spots it's been it's been pretty substantial uh you know the drop here in ohio we we changed the regulation two years ago to go to one turkey uh bag limit for the spring and you know our last year 2021 was our last year of the two bird limit we had about eighteen thousand, and that's down that's down pretty pretty substantially over the last you know 10 years uh but this year we almost hit that eighteen thousand number with with a one turkey limit so we've had we've had those really good you know those really good springs you know with the good weather that the biologists all always talk about you know for 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 poult survival and and poult recruitment's been high um the last couple of years and um so i mean that's 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 good. And I think, I think that you see a lot of, there's a lot of people that are, that are laser focused on that, you know, on, on solving the issues. And, and I think you guys with, with your roles as regional directors in the WTF, you were on the front lines, man. And I mean, you guys, you work with the volunteers, you work with, with the members, uh, you know, of this organization. So Chase, when, you know, how, how important is it for like your communication with your volunteers in, in Alabama? Uh, man, it's it's extremely important. Um, you know, most everybody that's on a committee for me are they're passionate turkey hunters. That's the reason they do this. They've been a lot of them have been involved with the NWTF, you know, for 20, 25 years. Um, their passion is turkeys and turkey hunting and conservation. And, um, you know, that's that's what drives them. That's why we're able to raise the money that we are. They know that there's a decline. Um you know, and they want to they want to have an impact on fixing that. They want to be a part of fixing that. Some of them were honestly a part of the the 1970s and 80s, um, you know, saving the turkey. And, and they've continued to help us throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. I think when, when you look at like the cultural hub of of turkey hunting of the NWTF, I mean, it's easy to point at the three states that you guys represent. Obviously, Tom Rogers from Virginia uh, and, and really the formation of the NWTF started there. Chase, Alabama, Johnny, Mississippi. I mean, you've got a lot of really, um, you know, you've got Primos covered. You've got Masio covered. You've got these guys, you know, Woodhaven that really have kind of created like the modern turkey honey culture. Um, and then and then the, the, the people that live in those states, how important it is to to them. Um, you, Johnny, like, have you seen just a transition in just the, you know, the involvement of your volunteers over the last couple of years when people are like, yeah, there is an issue. Let's let's figure this out. Let's let's do let's do more. What can I do? I mean, have you seen have you seen your 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 folks become more engaged? I have. They they, they have gotten more engaged. And, and I'm sure Chase and Davey will back me up on this. And, you know, you, you got you got your different group of people. You got a group of people that's going to say, 
it's all because of predators. You got a group of people that say it's all going to because of the habitat. And then you got a group of people that says it's because we have more hunters. I, I don't think more hunters really factor into that. I really don't. But I, I think it's um, what everybody needs to understand is it, it's a it's several different factors. Yes, it, it has something to do with predators. Yes, it has something to do with habitat, but it's not one or the other. And, you know, and everybody needs to believe that. And you're also seeing, you know, back in the 80s, when I, when I started turkey hunting, turkey hunting was an old man sport. You know, it was older gentlemen that had done it. You really didn't see a lot of young kids in it. And now, you know, turkey hunting, you know, I didn't, I didn't shoot my first turkey until I was 14 years old. My dad or my granddad, neither one of them were turkey hunters. You know, and then finally I met a guy who turkey hunted, taught me how to turkey hunt. And now it's getting to be a younger generation, you know, and real young turkey hunters. And I mean, you can see that just from, you know, being on the internet, you got kids seven, eight years old that are getting into turkey hunting at that young age. So I've, I've actually seen my volunteers go from, you know, being not old people, but old, older generation, you're getting a lot of younger guys coming in wanting to run these chapters. I can attest to that, man. Several of my best chapters and all the new ones, uh, they're guys my age or younger that's, you know, like Johnny said, grew up turkey hunting with their dad. They're passionate about it. They know there's an issue and they want to make a difference. Um, Hattiesburg was actually one of my best chapters this year. It was a first time chapter and uh, everybody with the exception of one person was probably my age or younger on the committee. Davey, have you seen have you seen kind of that your volunteers evolve like that as well? I have, you know, a lot of people are, are echoing more things with habitat and, you know, turkey population declines and everything else. Virginia, you know, as we get up this way is there is a tradition, you know, of fall turkey hunting and things like that. But as far as our volunteer base, one of their biggest pushes here in Virginia was, you know, they were more on the outreach side of things. You know, our Jake's program, Women in the Outdoors, Willing Sportsmen. And now we're starting to see there's still a big focus on that in Virginia and West Virginia, but we're seeing more people get interested in the, you know, what habitat we're doing, you know, the research projects that we're, that we're part of, that we're looking at doing and things like that and how it's going to help their states and help their turkey population numbers. So, you know, we're a little bit different than those guys down there is, like I said, there's that rich tradition here of the fall turkey hunting and stuff, but as Johnny was saying, you know, it's it's getting bigger. You're seeing more younger guys get into it, and it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing, um, you know, spring turkey hunting and, and people's concerns over what they're hearing and what they're seeing, you know, through, you know, all the publications and everything's out there with population declines and et cetera. Yeah, I think I think what's and, and I know the three of you have, have heard, I, I feel like the, the phrase wild turkey research is more popular now than it's probably been in the last 50 years, just in the last three or four years. I mean, that's you, you hear a lot about it. And that's a reaction to, you know, the, the population declines and, and the concerns that, that people have. And, and I think with this, you know, the habitat for the hatch, you know, the, that the NWTF has rolled out uh, here in the last few weeks, I I, I like that it's novel research. That's the, you know, I, I had a really nice interview with, with Mark Hatfield and, and then Doug Little and Derek Alkire. Uh, and, and we talked about, you know, kind of the nitty gritty of, of, you know, so obviously like, and I, and I brought this comment up the other day with, with Doug and Derek and, you know, it's, it's from 
a, a, a political campaign back in the early 90s. I think it was Bill Clinton that said it. He said, it, you know, it's the economy, stupid, you know, because meaning it's the economy. That's the most important thing to Americans at the time. And, you know, my comment was it's the habitat, stupid. Right. It's the habitat like that. We, you know, and, and, and Johnny, to reference what you said, people always look at like what's the easiest thing? Predators, hunters, um, you know, all of these other things. And, and then we forget, like, the number one thing. That's the house, man. That's the house where these little poultry live. That's the house where the hens are nesting. And I love that 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 this initiative takes novel research, learn from that research, and then, okay, let's apply that to, you know, either new habitat management strategies or, you know, new locations. It's really neat. I'm Like, I'm when I heard those guys talk about, like, the nitty-gritty of what habitat for the hatch means and what it's going to do, I was excited. Just as a turkey hunter, I'm like – absolutely sign me up and so i think once we get that message out and, and we and we talk about it with our membership and and you guys are on the front lines of of communicating that i think people are really going to get behind this this initiative this 10-year initiative have you guys heard any any um, you know any have you gotten any calls you got any emails texts from the membership already your folks like hey what's this all about what can we do are you seeing are you seeing the engagement kick in for for habitat for the hatch I've had several of my volunteers already getting phone calls from folks and things, you know, what can we do on private land, um, you know, to, to help this? We've got X amount of acres we want to manage for, for turkeys. You know, who do we call? Who do we talk to? Um, so, yeah, and I, I can only, I'm, I'm excited to hear what Chase and Johnny's got to say. Chase, go ahead, man. So, yeah, to answer your question, um, we rolled it out at, at our national leadership conference. So you could see kind of some of the jaws dropping um, with some of our initiatives or the volunteers that were there. And then a week later, we uh, sent it out to the masses in email and in social media. And I've definitely gotten some calls. Um, it's, it's kind of energized volunteers. Uh, if you ask my, my personal opinion, I think it's huge for us. It gives us a tool in the toolbox when we go to banquets to, to let them know, Hey, your money is being spent on research, you know, that, that we can go use and, and figure out the reason for this decline. Um, I was in Baton Rouge covering a banquet. I guess it was last Friday night where uh, we hired a regional director in Louisiana. So I was over there covering that, but basically just gave him some details on Habitat for the Hatch, man. And, and I got a standing ovation. You know, it wasn't for me, obviously. It was for the research and the work being done by the NWTF. But they're so excited that, you know, to know that their money is going towards research and and figuring out this issue that we have, um, it, it's been huge for us. Yeah, Johnny, what about you? How's the how's the feedback been from from your volunteers? It's been outstanding. You know, I I was lucky enough, like Chase said, we had the national leadership conference, and we had several volunteers from Mississippi go up there that were really big turkey hunters. So that was a help to me on getting the word out. My phone has absolutely blown up over this. You know, because that's what. <clears throat> And it's a great thing. I mean, if, if we're starting, we're starting where we need to start, which is with our poults and being able to get them into adult birds. You know, in a, in a not that we don't have a huntable population, but you know, hopefully we're going to get back to the heyday of where you know you're walking out and there's there's not three birds gobbling, there's fifteen or twenty birds gobbling. So it, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, that's what everybody in the country is focused on now. You know what what's happened to our birds. And what are we doing to change it? And this, this is a great step, you know, for the NWTF as far as doing research on where we need to be. So yeah, yeah it's 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 going to be big. Yeah, for it's sure. I'm, I'm 
just as a turkey hunter, man, that, that's I, I'm I'm excited that that this is that this is going on. This is this is happening. I think that the people can really get behind it, and people and and, and Ohio is included in this 18 state initiative. It's three counties on the on the Ohio River, so I'm not going to hunt those counties. But you know, I'm I'm a turkey hunter. You know, I want the the bird to to be here for for generations long after i'm gone right and we all do and so i think you know i think that you know i think for a lot of, of turkey hunters that might not hunt out of state you know the the research that that's going to happen in georgia it's going to happen in louisiana it's going to apply to idaho it's going to apply to wisconsin it's going to apply to maine all of these things that, that, that we're going to learn is is you know the scientists are going to learn the habitat managers are going to learn from this initiative that's 49 states, you know, that, that, that can apply, you know? So I think that, that this is not the time to be, and I'm going to say, it's not the time to be selfish. Well, what about my state? You know, the the work is happening. It's going to translate, but this is the area of the most need, you know, is there a population decline in all 49 states? Probably. I don't know, maybe. Uh, But, you know, we're really honing in as an organization, as, as researchers on this. And Matt, I think you you guys are going to do a great job selling it. So one of the things I love about RDs, and I go to a lot of banquets every year, uh, and, and, and you guys, man, some of you guys got a knack getting the crowd all whipped up, man. And I love it. And I know you three probably have that knack. Chase, if I am at your banquet, I'm in Southern Alabama, wherever I'm at, wherever the, you know, you guys get all worked up, man. What's, what's your message to the, to the banquet there? When you talk about, you know, grassroots involvement, volunteer involvement, you know, opening the pocketbooks, opening your time that you have to give to this organization, what's, what's your, what's your message to, to banquets? Well, so like I said, man, I, I've, I'm fortunate to have really, really good volunteers. So they kind of sell my message in the community for me. Obviously, when they get there uh, to the banquets, I, you know, and again, this Habitat for the Hatch is giving me a tool in the toolbox that has been much needed for a long time. I've had a lot of questions asked, especially in some counties that don't have public you know, land opportunity. You know, where's our money going? I don't get to hunt out of state, just like you mentioned. Um, but now the research that we're doing here, it's it's going to be used countrywide. So, again, I'm fortunate to have great volunteers. They've kind of been able to spread that message for me. But, you know, this, this new initiative that we're doing, it is going to be absolutely huge for us. Under the visionary leadership of founder Johnny Morris, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's is leading North America's largest conservation movement. Their partnership with the National Wild Turkey Federation is a match made in heaven for hunters across America. The Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative continues to be a resounding success, with more than $6 million provided for conserving wildlife habitat, recruiting more hunters, and opening more access to hundreds of thousands of acres across the nation. To learn more, go to BassPro.com conservation. Hey guys, this is Aaron with The Hunting Public. Each spring, we head to the woods chasing turkeys, and one overlooked product that we use religiously is Sawyer permethrin. We've used it for years to keep ticks off of us, and it's worked extremely well. We don't like messing around with Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anything like that. So I would highly recommend, if you're a spring turkey hunter, spending any time in warmer climates in the outdoors to use Sawyer permethrin. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com.
Hey y'all, I'm Jason Hart, founder of Nomad Hunting Clothing. Nomad is proud to be a supporting sponsor of the National Wild Turkey Federation. At Nomad, we're bringing simplicity and authenticity back to hunting. Whether you hunt to escape your hectic work life, for locally sourced organic meat, or to socialize with friends, to uphold your favorite family traditions, we're with you and we do the same. At Nomad, we understand your gears and investments, so our products are engineered and priced for every hunter, tested in the real world, and designed to last. Hunting is in all of us. Nomad is with you. Johnny, you know what? I'll expand on that. You know, a lot of people don't understand about the money we we raise is is match dollars. With we're matching the dollars that are raised at these banquets, you know, with federal and state funds. So, yeah, I'm just going to give an example. Um, I think Florida's probably got the highest match rate, which I was told the other day. But I think Mississippi right now is right around a nine or ten dollar match rate. So for every dollar we raise, we're turning that one dollar to ten dollars is being put on the ground for research so you know i mean that's huge and that's a big point that i try to get across at my banquets you know when you spend a dollar here tonight we're turning it into ten dollars you know we're we're just not walking out of here and i'm just using low numbers because i hate math but you know we're not here raising a hundred dollars we're here raise you give us a hundred dollars we're making a thousand dollars we're putting a thousand dollars on the ground and that goes a long way when people understand that you know and all that money is going back in to research for the turkeys and you know that's that's the point i get across and when they understand that you know i'm not saying the money free flows to chase will tell you sometimes you you got to pull it out of them but you know they're giving it to them they're, they're giving yeah. you know uh, this year alone i think most of the most of the rds in the southeast probably have one of the best years we've ever had in fundraising yeah so, i think that's a testament to people who understand the the work that needs to happen they understand that it takes it takes money, it takes effort, and you know our our membership, the, the, the people that support this organization, they've answered this call before multiple times. And guess what? It's not the last time. This is you know something is going to you know the turkey is going to need us again. It's going to need hunters. It's going to need conservationists. It may not be in our lifetime, uh, but it 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 is it is that call is going to come out again. So I think, uh, Davey, I think you know you, you've said it, man. Your your folks have answered answered the call and they're willing to help, and that's just. That's that's a, that's an NWTF member, man. That's the heart that they have. So, what's what's kind of the the you know the the next wave? You think with um, you know, there's there's been there's been so much negativity. There's been so much concern. I, I think that I think this has put a lot of people at ease. And like you said, Chase, refocus people. Davey, what do you think the next wave of of kind of fundraising and effort is from the volunteers? I mean, do you think the people are going to really ramp it up? I believe they will. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the noise out there. It was never that we stopped doing research or anything like that, but that's become the buzzword the past couple of years. You know, that turkey research is sexy now. Turkey management, you know, that that's what people want to hear. And I think that uh, that's going to be the next wave for folks right there is, you know, we're really putting a focus on it and, you know, getting out there and we're going to make it happen. So our grandkids can have turkeys to hunt, you know, and it's not going to be their, they're not going to be like our great grandfathers that was out there, you know, looking for that one bird, you know, like I said, it's going to be back to hopefully to what, what a lot of people experienced in the late nineties, you know, early 2000s, there's, you know, birds everywhere. And, you know, just go get a pick which one you want to go and get after it. So, yeah. Hey, I got a question for you, Dave. Do you think your grandfather would have looked at this research we're doing and said it's sexy? 
Did, no. Did that, that... <laughs> I'm just picking on you, brother. I like it. You know, hey, well, you know, actually, and you're right. You're right. I'm, for lack but of I mean, just words, going back to that, you know, we hung our hat, you know, on Project 2000. You know, birds was up, what, 7 million that we had. And, you know, we had that turkey boon and everything else. And I think that um, the public's focus wasn't on turkeys. It, it's not that anybody didn't do their job or anything like that. It was everything was just a perfect storm. And, you know, and we kind of just rode it along. And, you know, maybe they got overlooked in places and things like that. And, you know, now that uh, this has brought some attention, you know, the the hunter's interest and in everything everything else and it, it's, it's just refocused everybody to where we need to be and what we need to be doing yeah yeah absolutely chase if if, if i'm if i'm an individual i've been to a couple banquets i'm i've i've been to convention i'm a turkey hunter but i'm not i'm not a volunteer talk about how how important it is for people to to consider volunteering their time and effort uh you know at the, at the grassroots level man uh, you know when I make that ask at banquets or committee meetings or recruitment nights, you know, the biggest thing is that there's a reason why um, somebody does something. There's always a reason why. And, and for us, it may be conservation. It may be, as Davey said, Jake's, you know, women in the outdoors, you know, that's, that's the buttons that I push right now. We've got a need. And I think everybody sees that we have a need, you know, to, to support conservation, to get our, you know, habitat and, and everything in line uh, because our population is de in decline. So uh, Davey said it best. There's a perfect storm, I think, for fundraising, brewing for the turkey. With There's obviously a need. There's passionate volunteers who want to make an impact. And now we have an initiative that I can put in front of them to show them. So the need and the initiative is, is you know, it's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Johnny, let me let me ask you this. Um if I it, it, does, everyone have a turkey call close to them right now? I got a couple. I can get gonna, a hold of one. I can get a hold do, of one as well. Let's do an impromptu turkey calling contest. Davey, get a get a turkey call going. Oh, get one. Lord. <laughs> oh. Let's let's. So I the, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use this. See this Tom Gaskins. Palm oh, I got one of those. That's a, that is a great call. Man, I I great little scratch box. Um. Oh no, my scratcher's gone. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you, Paul. I've got a uh, Alabama call of the year. I'd love to run it, but it's too pretty to scratch up. I will go get it and show it to you, though. It's in bottom line. Okay. I don't know where my scratcher's at. It's not in the tube. Oh my gosh. Old Tom Gaston's got to make me another another turkey call. Look so, at that. Yeah, there there it is, man. Yeah. That was our uh, 2022 call of the year. Woodhaven made it for us. Um, okay. Uh, I held on to one of them, but yeah, I'm not Chase, not gonna scratch Chase, it up. Chase, yeah, I'm gonna pretty. need one. I'm gonna need one of those. It's pretty sweet, <laughs> ain't it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna need one. I've got a, a a real good member in Tennessee, Mickey Griffiths, made me made me this call this year. Yeah, I've seen that. Hand, hand hand painted that sucker, and then the striker that that he makes is man, there's there's pretty as you can get. So, um, same thing. I don't I don't want to I don't want to scratch it up, man. It's just it's. I, I might I'm gonna kill a turkey with it just so I can Heck tell yeah. tell Mickey I put one down with that call. But um, Johnny, who would win between in the between the four of us in a turkey calling contest? Since we can't do it, none of us are ready. I should I should have prefaced what, this by bringing turkey it's, calls. It's, it's kind of like you asked earlier, who's the best turkey hunter? We're all gonna say we're the best turkey <laughs> caller. <laughs> 
We'll have Davy. All, all I know is I can call a turkey, and that's all. I'm, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I can call yeah. a turkey, but that's... I will say I like Davy's word. My calling is probably sexier than y'all's. <laughs> turkey on Davy. I, I, I'm I'm going to put my money that Davy is like a um, like an under the radar, like elite level championship level caliber turkey caller. Davy, no, no, I, Paul. I'll be honest with you. I'm sort of like the. Uh... The old gentleman sitting in church that's about three lines behind somebody else singing the hymn alone Sunday, and somebody says, you know, what are you doing? He said, I'm singing for the Lord, not for you. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, Paul, that is what we in the southeast call a Davyism right there. A Davyism. I love it. Clapping slow offbeat. Is that is that the other thing you're doing, Davy? <laughs> I might not oh, sound man. good, but I can make it happen. There you go. That's all that matters, right? That's good. That's good stuff. You know, I um, I, I I I think that you know it takes a special person to be a volunteer with the National Wild Turkey Federation to be a donor to this organization. It's it's uh people that I hold near and dear to my heart. Just as a turkey hunter, man, I, those, those people they get stuff done, and and I love that. And 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 you guys and, and your coworkers, you know, in the in the grassroots fund you know fundraising you know wing of the of this organization really have done a nice job you know over the last 50 years and it's it's a legacy that you know you guys have are just picking up and running with so be proud of that you know keep keep reaching out if you guys need more volunteers man i mean i hope i hope someone listens to this um get on the website nwtf.org click on those events go to a banquet volunteer johnny what am i missing you're not missing anything i i will i will say you know when chase was talking about volunteers a while ago and somebody says how can i make a difference when you join a chapter, you know people that other people in that chapter don't know. And that's what I try to get across to my volunteers. You can't have too many volunteers because, oh, John that walks in the door is going to ask somebody to come to this banquet that you didn't know. So the more volunteers you get, the wider your reach is, and the more people you're going to get to come to these banquets. So, I mean, that that's, that's just a selling point for me right there. You can't can have expand. too many people on the chapter. Uh, Johnny's right. I can expand on that. Every volunteer that walks in that room has some sort of connection. It may be other volunteers. It may be major donors. It may be some of these companies. You know, I'll give you Apex, for example. Johnny just had one of the biggest banquets. I guess it is the biggest in Mississippi, ain't it, Johnny? The, the, biggest, the biggest banquet that Mississippi's ever had was last Saturday night. Oh, yeah. so the biggest Apex in Mississippi. Put it on. Those guys, uh, they're huge, you know, sponsors, big convention sponsors. They throw a banquet. I mean, any way they can, you know. And they're just recently getting involved, right, Johnny? Yeah. This this will be this was their fourth banquet. Oh wow! So I think people realize that there's a need. Um, you know, we we just recently had the Nosler Bullet Company come on. They're you know rifle ammunition, big game, but they see a need, you know, in the turkey decline and and conservation, and they have created us a huge membership raffle that has had some serious success early. Um, so again, it's, it's so important to get those volunteers that do have connections. Yeah. And that's, that's great. That is the corporate Do what brother? I said, Chase, give them a little more plug there. There's Nosler broadheads, but to, uh, but to go further with what you guys are saying there as well is, um, you know, I, I tell people all the time they want to get involved i'm like guys you know we don't need days of your time we don't need you know give us what you can you know and a lot of hands makes light work 
And like Chase said, you know, you, you just add more people. I mean, everybody's got a connection. That's five more people that you can get there. You know, five more people you can have help at, a, at an outreach event or whatever you're doing. So, you know, the more people around, you know, the better it is. Yeah. You know, I think we've avoided uh, getting kicked off of this podcast. So I think we've done a good job. <laughs> Episode two, uh, 2024, Johnny, turkey calls. We're gonna yes. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a turkey calling competition between the four of us. Davey, start practicing. Get that get that tube <laughs> call warmed up. The trumpet warmed up. Get after it next year. Absolutely. Hey, we can do it. All right, good stuff, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. No, appreciate you, it, brother. Enjoyed it, brother. Yep. Thank you for having us on, Paul. Under the visionary leadership of founder Johnny Morris, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's is leading North America's largest conservation movement. Their partnership with the National Wild Turkey Federation is a match made in heaven for hunters across America. The Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative continues to be a resounding success, with more than $6 million provided for conserving wildlife habitat, recruiting more hunters, and opening more access to hundreds of thousands of acres across the nation. To learn more, go to BassPro.com conservation. Hey guys, this is Aaron with The Hunting Public. Each spring we head to the woods chasing turkeys and one overlooked product that we use religiously is Sawyer permethrin. We've used it for years to keep ticks off of us and it's worked extremely well. We don't like messing around with Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anything like that. So I would highly recommend if you're a spring turkey hunter spending any time in warmer climates in the outdoors to use Sawyer permethrin. Learn about their advanced insect repellents and family of technical lightweight water filters at Sawyer.com. Hey y'all, I'm Jason Hart, founder of Nomad Hunting Clothing. Nomad is proud to be a supporting sponsor of the National Wild Turkey Federation. At Nomad, we're bringing simplicity and authenticity back to hunting. Whether you hunt to escape your hectic work life, for locally sourced organic meat, or to socialize with friends, to uphold your favorite family traditions, we're with you and we do the same. At Nomad, we understand your gears and investments, so our products are engineered and priced for every hunter, tested in the real world, and designed to last. Hunting is in all of us. Nomad is with you.